Tov, today's off is I in test. Eight. Okay, get out your pens. All right, so <laughs> um, we are, um, um, uh, so, yes, we are on, in the middle of Ayin Cheremot's bet, um, and it's V'cheni Nechidushim, not Amar Ula, V'cheni Nechidushim. So we have this whole idea that uh, throw a get, car, near the, if it's in Rishis Rabin falls near her, she's Migureshes, near him she's not. There's a debate what that meant near her. One opinion was within the four Amot, which is a classic way of, of kin, that's a Kenyan that Chazal were in Kenyan how a rabbinic Kenyan works for a Doraita uh, we won't get into right now but anyway but that's a Kenyan Arba Amot at least fitting within the classic definition of Kenyan um, and then you have the position of Rabbi Yochanan which is it's not Arba Amot it's as long as she's in a position where she can guard it and protect it and he can't that's considered to be under her control and nobody of course would say such a thing like that um, for a Kenyan of a normal object you want me to, I want you know you want me to buy your basketball I say throw your basketball here if it doesn't fall within Arba Mod if it's just in a place where I can protect it that's not a Kenyan so again Rabbi Yochanan's read of the Mishnah points once again to the idea that if the act of giving a get does not have to be the same type of an act as what's required to take possession of an object of a Kenyan it could be a Netina without a Kenyan and therefore even if it's very distant from the person if they're in a position to protect it that's the way Rabbi Yochanan read the Mishnah but also we did end with the idea of a, the Gemara sort of saying, well, whatever the Mishnah means, in practice you need to get to actually come straight into her hand. Or as Tosin says, either in her yard or in her hand. We're not going to use any of this in practice. So that was actually an interesting pushback and a in significant Chumrah by Gittin, because you would turn the woman into a Suffolk or an Ain, you know, Megureshet. Okay, so that's where we left off. Now the interesting thing that we're going to switch to today is that the end of the Mishnah said, this idea of throwing the get and it being nearer to her, works not only in Gershin, but it works in Kiddushin and paying back a debt. Now that's a big Chiddush, because if it's within Arba Amot, fine. Within Arba Amot is a classic Kenyan, or at least a rabbinic Kenyan. But if it's Rabbi Yochanan's idea that it doesn't have to be in my four Amot, I just have to be in a position to guard it and protect it, so then why does that work for Kiddushin? Why does it work for paying back a debt? Since when is that a type of a Kenyan that works in normal places? So that's what the Gemara turns to. Let's take a look. The bottom third of Ayin Chedam Etzbet. Um, yeah, yeah, it doesn't work for anything other than Gitin. Okay, sort of ignoring the Mishnah, but going with the idea that this whole thing is a weird exception. It's not a normal Kenyan, so it only works for Gitin. Okay? Um, what do you mean? You, you ignore the end of the Mishnah, you said, oh yeah, this is a nice Mishnah, but it's only about a get. The Mishnah says it works for Kiddushin. So no. Fine, fine, fine. You can't ask me about Kiddushin. Kiddushin is linked to Gerashin. It says she leaves her husband and she marries another guy. So therefore, if it works for Gerashin, it works for Kiddushin. Now that actually raises, you know, an interesting question about Kiddushin. How much is Kiddushin Kesef, the giving of money, you know, or like there are weird things that go on by Kiddush Shesef. Like if uh, I can say with the be- marry me, be- to me, with the benefit that you'll receive, that I'll put in a good word for you at- with your employer. Okay, so that would actually work. Right? She doesn't take possession of any object. Just says some abstract benefit comes her way, and that could be an act of kiddushin. There are times I might not have to even have to own the object to do kiddushin. Could be if I steal an object and give it to her, and she has certain rights to it, even if she obviously doesn't own it. That's a type of a kiddushin. So kiddushin's a little weird too. It's not like normal kinyan like gitin. So what the gemara is saying is, you know what? If by get you don't have to do a full act of a kinyan, it's enough to be protected and guarded, or whatever we understand is going on in the Mishnah Kiddushin might be the same it's still weird it doesn't work by normal things but it could work by Kiddushin if it works by Gitin and you say throw me that basketball and I'll be you know and, 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 and you know I'll throw you this basketball I'll be Mikudesha to you and I throw it to her across the basketball court and it falls you know in a place where she can protect it even if it's like you know 10 feet away from her she's Mikudesha okay the same way if I speak to her boss she's for her on her behalf she's Mikudesha it's a weird idea but it works by Gitin and it works by Kiddushin I mean, it's a big deal with the Eide Kedushin. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, I know. Yeah, yeah. How do we do that? Well, okay. Why did the Gemara say that in the end she's got to have the guests go directly into her hand? Okay. Okay, Eise, so anyway, so no, Kedushin is like Yitin. The Yatav Ahaisa. 
Kesvei, you see, I like my basketball example because my basketball example, the thing doesn't break when you throw it, and you got it, and it's like it's in a rishus harabim. Okay, anyway, fine. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting question. She doesn't. I mean, we don't have to see the positive effect. Is it something that you're doing that I would like you to do for my behalf? Right? If it's something that, you know, I would, I would essentially, in theory, pay for even. So it doesn't matter that she actually, some actual concrete benefit accrued to her. Okay, um, okay, Aceve, I'll ask you on this. Okay, but the end of the mission says it also works for paying back a debt. So, again, it seems like this works in classic Kinyanim. If he throws it and it gets near the creditor, again, which here might be Fuamot, but here the Kiddush is, or the reason we're having this discussion, presumably it means even without Fuamot, and near him, closer to him, that he can protect it. Then the Lova has paid back his debt. Karav Halalova, if, it, if it's however nearer under the protection of the Lova, Halalova Chayev, then the Lova has not paid back his debt and he's still, and he's still responsible if something happens to the money. And the men in Shem They divide it, meaning so if something happens to the money, he's, he has to pay back half the debt. So anyway, you see that it works by paying back a debt. It works in classic cases. So the Gemara says, no. No, 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 no. Basically, the creditor said, if it was a normal thing about paying me back my debt, and the guy threw it, it wouldn't count. But if he said throw it to me and in the act of throwing it to me you will be exempt from paying the debt so then it works so basically okay but then you're saying that it's not the real paying of the debt it's just like the guy made a condition the guy made a, pro- a condition uh, you know once you throw it to me you're done so if that's what you said of course it's going to work it's not a chiddish so that's what Gumar said of course if that's what the guy said then you did it so of course it's going to work that's not fundamentally saying it's a way of paying back a debt so the Gemara says no okay no throw me my get and it will in the way in the way you would give a get throw me my money throw me my debt it's like you throw me my debt and give it to me in the way you would give a get like it's completely really that's the case of the Mishnah oh my god anyway so the Gemara still says big deal so what so we made a weird condition and and now we're telling me uh, if you do what works for a get you work for this because that's what he said so the Gemara says no yeah it was just kidding I didn't mean it that's not really paying a debt back so it's come out Milan. if you made, if you said it you said it and it's binding again that has got to be the worst read ever of a Mishnah right the Mishnah says this also works by paying back a debt and he says yeah it doesn't work by paying back a debt what it means is if the guy makes this weird condition and you satisfy his condition then it'll be fine but fundamentally it does not work for paying back a debt so what you see is it is such a bad textual read of the Mishnah and nevertheless you know who is this Rib Asi in the name of Rib Yochanan cannot is so much willing to force that into the Mishnah because cannot accept that this is a normal Kenyan. Remember, it's the same Rabbi Yochanan who said yesterday, earlier on this staff, that it does not have to be in the Arba Amot, that it works by a get, even if it's a hundred Amot away, if she can protect it. So he is, if that's what works by a get, there is no way it can work by paying back a loan and therefore, he will force a very, very difficult read in the Mishnah because he's willing to make such a chiddish by get. He's willing that he says, "Well, I can't say it by anything else." So I'm going to have to have to have a crazy read of the Mishnah. All right, is that clear? What's yes. being said? Okay, now I do want to say, by the way bracketing the Gemara's answer, a debt is still different, paying back a debt is still different than, give, than selling you an object, right? If I'm selling you an object, this basketball, it's not yours, and I want it to become yours, so you have to do an act of taking possession. Pick it up, have it in your yard, have it in your Arba Amot, just throwing it near you won't work. But a debt, fundamentally, the money is owed to you. So this $100, for example, is not the same $100 you gave me, but fundamentally, is it the same idea that you have to do a mass, a Kenyan on the $100, right? I mean, I am basically giving it back, and once I give it back, I, we, I've given you back something that was coming to you, that was deserving yeah, to you and you coming to you. Right, but I'm just saying it's an interesting question. Put this Gemara aside. For, to, for me to say I paid you back your debt, you have to do the exact mass, a Kenyan. Let me give you an example. Let's say, 
um, I paid you back. Uh, let's say we say that Hagba requires three tfachim off the ground, okay? And my, I owe you, Michael, $100, and I put it, you know, in your hand. Well, hand might not be Hagba. I put it on the ground, and I say, here, I'm paying it back to you. And you start picking it off the ground, and before it gets three tfachim, it, it burns, okay? It blows up in flames. I say, oh, I didn't do Hagba. You still have to pay me my money. Presumably not, right? Presumably, it, it, I, I don't know, but I'm but saying... I didn't, I didn't. I mean, to protect the, the guy who lends the money what? and we say that doesn't work I understand so you're saying practically it's only fair that this guy gets some protection but the question is what degree of protection do you need is it, it's a little bit different than taking possession of something which was another, never mine it's taking something that is paying back and giving me something that was owed to me so I'm just saying it is an interesting question whether right, you need the exact same thing for Master Kenyon though again I would agree with you it would probably be much Closer to a Masa Kenyan than the types of things that we're talking about. That would be true. Yes. What it is is In other words, you, you have your words of kidding. Yeah. Right, I understand. Right. I'm just kidding. Still you still owe me the money. You didn't really pay me back the money. So that's a general question. When does somebody say a verbal type of a thing in a transaction and when can he say I wasn't serious or not and sometimes you need the presence of Adam or a Masakinian or other types of things. Okay, let's take, let's see as the Gemara continues. Okay. Amar Rav Chizda, said Rav Chizda, get me a da, umishicha biyado. Now, he has, she, he, threw, he gives her the get but he's holding on to the strings. You ever hear the expression, no strings attached? This is a get with strings attached, literally, okay? Funny, it's exactly that idea. He gives it a get, and he's holding on to the string, okay? If by he could yank the string and take the get to him, she's not divorced, because then he has not fully given it to her. He still has his claws in it. The in love, but if he's just holding on to the string, but it means nothing, he cannot bring it back to him so she's fully in possession of it Mugureshes she's divorced is this a me- do you think this is literal or it is literal I mean obviously it serves a metaphoric purpose but it's literal my timer what's the reason but even Christos Veleka it needs to divide the two so if they're still not fully divided if he, even if right now she's fundamentally in possession if he in theory could yank it back that's not a full division okay I'm Rabbi Yehuda Haisa Yado Asuya Ketafris if her hand was made thank you like a like a uh, a slope like a uh, your hands are a sl- uh, slippery slope okay so she makes her hands like sloped down angled down thank you um, uh, and threw the get into her hand and what happens um, it hit her hands and then it falls out of her hands right her hands are like this Right? So it hits her hands and it, fall, and it falls out. So, ain't him a Um, uh. It's you see, that's a metaphor I don't have so well. So now the Gemara is still working with this Arba Amos idea. It says, I get that when it hits her hand, she's not Megureshes. But when it hits the ground, she should be because it fell within her Arba Amot. And within her Arba Amot works. So the Gemara says, but nach. Okay, it did not uh, come. It did not settle, which Rashi basically means. Which yeah, before it, what? Then rolled away. Right. Well, that's going to be a question. But anyway, but um, but basically, Rashi says that before it hit the ground, like a wind blew it away. Something. Okay, out of her arba motor. Rashi even says it blew up in flames. I don't know how it spontaneously combusted. Okay, but it fell out of her hand. Did not hit the ground before it flew away or before it burned. Tulo nach. Did not come to rest. Ah, but it's still in the airspace of the Arba Amot. So the same way if something comes in the airspace of your yard, which we'll see in a minute on, uh, when we get to today's daf. Um, so if the Arba, your Arba Amot is considered to be, even like in Rashid HaRabim, is considered to be, right now, the Arba Amot where you're standing, like your little space in your yard. So maybe the, all the airspace also works for you. Tisha to buy Rebbe Lezer. Let's use this to, 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 uh, to resolve the question that Rabbi Eliezer ro- raised. To buy Rebbe, Le- uh, to buy Rebbe Lezer. Arba Amot Shamru. When the rabbi said you had four amot for kinyanim in Rishut HaRabim. Does that include airspace or not? So since it says it does not work, we should presume that there is no airspace because you're telling me that even though it fell out of her hands and into the airspace of the Arba Amot, it does not work. So the Gemara says no. No, no, no. She's standing by the edge of the river. So here she is right at the river's edge and her hands are like this. So as soon as it falls out of her hand, it goes over the air of the river. So even 
even if the river is within your Arba Amot, you do not have the airspace above the river because it's not a type of a place that something can ever come to rest in. So it's not a type of a place, if the ground is not a place that something can come to rest in, the airspace above it also does not work. So both uh, you One minute. So, from the very outset, when they get, you know, when they get rolled off her hands, it was heading straight for the river, so that's never considered to be under her protection or in her protected space. Okay, so it's not just that it fell in her airspace and a wind blew it away. It was never her really, and there was never an airspace that she had like control over because it was directly over a river. Yeah, they did, but it never stopped and then rolled away out of you know. Right, so that's a question. Yeah, so that's a question too. Something that's rolling, and if it doesn't, yeah, I mean, it's a question. You're right. Mark could have said that, but um, you know, the fact I would agree with you that the fact that the Gemara did not say that suggests that that would work because the Gemara didn't say that as an answer. Okay, what? Which is interesting. Yeah, I know. It's a discussion. It's a discussion by Shabbos. It's a discussion by other things. Okay. Yeah, it's a discussion by Mitzia. Something coming in one door and going out the other. Okay, let's take a look now at the next Mishnah. Getting to the official daf of today. I in Tet. Okay, Heis Mishnah. Haisel met us already Shagag. She's standing on the top of her, on her rooftop. The Zarkula and the guy is down at the uh, at the ground level. Her, and he's rooftop. Th- her rooftop and it's you throw it up to her. Okay, he was Yigila Avir Hagag. Once again, it's the airspace of the rooftop. So here we're back to the idea of airspace. She owns the roof, so she owns the uh, airspace above it. Okay, so that's in her yard. She's divorced. He milmala. And falls back down. No, so the Gemara is going to ask that. Presumably not. Presumably it's going over the airspace and it's going to land. But the as the soon as it hits the airspace... The yeah, the roofs are flat. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. The roofs are flat. It's going over the airspace even before it lands. It's going to land, but before it lands, it's already moving right. But Well, no. Let's say, again, it spontaneously combusted. Or let's say a dog came and, you know, snatched it. Or a wind came... A wind, right, a, wind came, a wind came and blew it away. So it doesn't matter. It had been in her airspace. It was... Now we're going to see in the Gemara... It probably, yeah, well, the Gemara's going to ask, we'll sort of ask that, but for now, let's presume it was in her airspace, under normal circumstances, it would have come to, to rest, so she's divorced once it's in her airspace, even if something happened, then it did not come to rest. Okay. We were trying to figure out a second ago about whether... That's Arba Amot. You certainly have the airspace of your own property. That's just the rabbinic Arba Amot. You might not have the airspace. Okay. Um, he's on the roof above and she's below. The Zarkulan threw it to her. Once it went over the lip of the, uh, of the, of the roof, right? So now it's in the airspace of the, of the courtyard, of the yard and below. None of this is in her foremost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foremost is, don't get confused. Foremost is a halacha in Rosh Hashanah. This is a real issue of being in your yard. Okay? Tosus reminds us that according to one Amora earlier, she doesn't even have to be standing on the roof. Right? Remember? It's in her yard. That's the issue. So this is just taking the idea that she's kone it when it's in her yard, even when it's in the airspace of the yard. Okay? Or of the roof. When it went outside of the uh, domain of the roof, and it now is over the airspace of the yard, and she owns the yard... Nimchak Nisraf, if it gets erased or burnt, again, I know how those things happen. Well, it could get erased if it all of a sudden it starts pouring, okay? And it, and, it, and before it hits the ground, it got erased. I don't know how it gets, you know, I don't know, some fire, I don't know how it burns in midair. Anyway, Harezo Migoresha. Okay, somebody is passing by holding a torch or something. Okay, she's, she's divorced. The easiest scenario is that it blows away. Anyway, yeah. let's take a look at the Gemara. Vaha says Gemara Lominter. So the Gemara asks Michael's question. Okay, Michael, I mean, you know, you, you, written, you wrote the script for the Gemara there. Okay, so the guy, what do you mean? It's not protected, meaning the Gemara understands that it's a, the roof doesn't even have a fence. It's a flat roof with no fence. So it might be over the airspace, but remember, a whole idea we mentioned before is Chasar Hamishta Merit. Things that are, so if it's an airspace that fundamentally, no, things that are in the airspace are not necessarily, I mean, gravity might bring them down, but there's nothing that somehow keeps them in that space, okay, then that's not considered like he, like it's protected, like it's in that space, right? There's no walls, there's no whatever. So the Gemara says, uh, let's see what the Gemara says. Um, okay, one minute. Uh, okay, fine. Okay, so the Gemara says, 
So the Gemara says, and it's got a roof around it. So it's considered to be a fence. Excuse me, I got a roof around it. It's got a fence around it, okay? So once it gets, presumably, what that means is then it presumably also in, you know, it's, you know, it's in the, uh, it, it's within the fence. It's not above the fence. So therefore, that's considered to be sort of like protected from, you know, outside things. Not yet on the ground, but a slope down and it's like it's the fence is 10 feet high it's now 8 feet high in the area no. where it's closed by the fence no. or you know it's well above it in the area so first of all okay first of all let's just talk the Gemara says about a Chatzimishameric if this is just your normal yard okay and there's no fence around it and some things the basketball goes into the yard or whatever it is okay Hold on. Oh, you mean because of the luck that you have to make a fence around your thing? Yeah. yeah right. But uh, wait, wait. Let's just let me ask first. Let me start with point number one. Okay. You know, because I, I use some. You all guys so much like my 3D drawings yesterday. Okay. So chutzimishameret. This is not a chutzimishameret. Throw me your basketball into my yard. I'll be cone it. You're not Kona because it's in my yard, but it's not protected. Anybody can come and grab it if I wasn't standing there. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, we're not talking about Arbonus. If Unless I was standing there, somebody could come and, uh, and take it away. So even, just though it's, it's, uh, even though it's Rashid uh, Yachid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, well, that's the point we haven't been emphasizing. I mean, we said a lot, Mishka Merit, Lidata, and all those yeah. types of things. And maybe if you're there, maybe it's obviously different, okay? But let's say you're not there, and you just, I mean, or whatever. Let's ignore for a moment that question, okay? It's just because your thing is in my yard... If it's not protected in my yard, you need chutz and mishta merit. Okay. What? Well, it's a little bit of a circular question. It would only be a theft if I owned it. And for but for me to be defined as owning it, if you're trying to sell me your basketball, you have to give it to me in a way that I can protect it against that it's protected against other people. You know what I'm saying? You're right. If I were to own it and somebody were to come into my yard, this is my yard. I understand. Okay. I mean, you're trespassing. But if so, that's like that's an interesting question. If the reality is that people are afraid to go into other people's yards because they'll be recorded or because they're afraid to be caught by the police or other types of things, would that be enough to define something as Mishka Merit? I don't know the answer to that, okay? But the basic idea is that even if it's in your yard, if, there, if, if, if there's nothing protecting it, keeping it, other people away from it, right, that's not considered like you're in enough control. Okay, you need the idea of Mishka Merit. So similarly, people tell me that the green for whatever does not erase well. Okay, anyway, similarly, if it's on your rooftop, okay, it's the same halacha. The Gemara says that once, you know, now, you know, the, I mean, it's an interesting idea because you could sort of say that, like, who's going to get to the top of the roof? Exactly. But anyway, yeah. but the Gemara says, here's the, here's the get flying over the rooftop, okay? Nothing is, <laughs> nothing is keeping it in that space, protecting it in that space, okay, a wind could come, and maybe a person can't, a Superman can come and fly and get it, but anyway, but okay, a wind can come and blow it away. What? Oh, that's true. Anyway, so that's the question. That's not, it might be over the airspace, but it's not mishkamir in the airspace against things that could make it go away, like wind. So the Gemara anyway says, you've got your fence, Okay, we'll do like your... Okay, you've got your fence here. Okay, but then it's really not that it's, it goes over the airspace. You would actually have to go into the space right of the fence. Right. You would have to go in there. And then yeah. it's Mishkan. Like okay, right. The get has to be like eight feet high in, in that... Yeah, 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 yeah. The get has to be right, right. Like below, right. right, so the mission doesn't sound that way so much. Yeah. The walls of the building itself leading up to the top of the roof doesn't right. serve to make it Mishka Merit. Well, like a question. Yeah, well, right. it's Mishka Merit against people below, but it's not Mishka Merit against the things that happen to things on rooftops, like it's not right. blowing away. Right, well, that's the fence isn't going to help for that. Okay, anyway, okay, okay. Anyway, so the Gemara says like this, um... Okay, so he says it's within three of the roof, three talking of the roof, so even with no fence, it's right here and within three, so when we say as soon as it gets there, it doesn't mean it's way up here, it means it went over the lip and it's within three tachim, so it's like it's on the ground itself. So here actually is interesting, right? If it was a case of 
my yard being on the ground as I just said wouldn't be enough unless I've got if somehow my yard is protected you know because somebody can come and take it but here right we're not really like afraid as you said of people coming up and taking it so if it's actually on the ground it works but uh, as long as it's not up in the air because up in the air wouldn't be good because it's not really contained within the within the area if it's higher up in the air yeah, does okay. it make a difference to say it's like a partnership like you know like a bunch of people uh, uh, only yours maybe well I mean well it's not only yours it obviously would be different but we'll get something similar to that in a minute let's take a look if he's above and she's below so the Gemara says the hollow minter same thing when you throw it down right it's still in mid-air there's nothing that is sort of you know protecting it and keeping it in that space okay again the fact that maybe gravity is bringing it down is not enough it's not considered held in that space so the Gemara says that the outer ones are higher of the the yard are higher than the walls of of the of the roof. The way one way Tosis describes this, which is I think the easiest way to understand this, is it's a it's a building in the middle in the middle of the yard. Okay, so that's the building in the middle of the yard, and you know, and here and here the guy is throwing the get, and the and the walls of the yard are higher than the building, right? Then as soon as it leaves the rooftop, right. it's contained within the walls of the yard. Okay, what? Uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe a chain link fence or something like that. Well, what would be more likely is if there's taller buildings... Around. Oh, that could be. Like there's two-story. I mean, oh, that could be. Right, 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 right. That could but, be. By the way, I think you should note that this must be the source of the expression. Things are still up in the air. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's together with the string with with strings being attached. Okay. Okay. So that went fast. Rebbe? Is this going like Rebbe? Rebbe says, now we're trying to, before we were talking about the Kinyani model, now we can talk about a Shabbos model. If I throw a, an object from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah and when am I transgressing Shabbat? When it lands? Rebbe says, as long as it gets into the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah if it's if it's like absorbed by the space, it's like it's on the ground. So he's saying, is that what we're saying here? That the same way that works by Shabbat here, it works even before it's landed? Now, of course, that's an interesting question. Why are you asking by Shabbat? Like, would this work by Kinyanim? If I wanted to sell you my basketball, could I throw it off the roof and it gets into your airspace? Presumably, yes. The Gemara discusses that by Kinyanim, about an Aveda rolling through my yard or something. Anyway, that's his question. His question is from Shabbat. One minute, by Shabbat, only Rebbe says that it's in the airspace you're high of. So the Gemara says, even the rabbis that argue on Rabbi, they only argue by Rabbi Elin Yoni Shabbat. By Shabbat. Is that considered like it landed in Rishud HaYachid? Here's about being protected. Like, remember, you have Yochanan, even a hundred amos away, it's protected. So even though here tonight you have being in the Rishus, okay, still, what's enough in the Rishus, the airspace, to be considered like it's an act of giving a get? But it's protected in the airspace. Okay, so how come intern is protected? Again, the funny thing is that I would like the Gemara to discuss what's the parallel about this by normal Kinyanim. That's the more relevant case. Why, right? if I want to sell you my basketball, does it, does it go by the same parameters or, you know, or is it anything different? Anyway, so the Gemara says, Remember, Reb Yochanan, again, the one who said that it doesn't have to be in Arba Mot, that it's all about Nishmar. Anyway, here it's obviously in the courtyard, so it's better, in the yard, so it's better. Why do we need to say that before? I don't know. Because now we're getting into some a response to Rabasi. Same response, but now it's to a different Amora. This teaching of Reb Yochanan, that the airspace is enough, is that like Reb? I'm going to say a few of them are abundant. Uh, that only debate was by Shabbos. Here's about being protected. It's protected, so it's enough that it's okay that it's in the airspace as long as you've got higher walls around it. Okay, now the guy says like this. 
Nimchat, if it gets erased while it's in uh, mid-air, okay, she's still divorced once it fell and came into protected airspace. Okay? My time, let's say, well, right, let, yeah. let's say, let's take this case, which is even more of a chiddush. Here you are, as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof, right, it's in protected airspace of the outer courtyard. Nevertheless, if it was thrown upward, okay, then its trajectory is upward, even if eventually gravity will bring it down. You cannot define it when it's in a, what's it called, an, an exit trajectory? What is that called when they send out the, uh, the uh, spaceships? It's, anyway, anyway uh, exit velocity, I think it is. Anyway, when it's on an exit trajectory, even if you know that gravity is going to bring it down before it leaves, okay, it, it is not considered now that it's being in the yard because its direction is heading away from the yard. Okay, it's only considered to be present and protected and in that yard when it is actually, you know, falling down. Or I imagine if it was going straight, it probably also would be. Okay? Nimchak on the way up. Right. She's Aina Mugurash. And Nimchak halfway in the middle of it's downwards. Right. Well, she's yeah. Right. I wonder what would be if it threw it directly, directly parallel to the ground. I don't know. Is a good parallel here? Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> Spell that out for me. I don't know that. Meaning, if someone's shooting, yes. the, the ball on its upward tra- trajectory, and you knock it out of the way, yeah. that's it's a block. It, it's Goaltending. No, 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 when is it if it burns if now we hear it's in the airspace it's the protected airspace there are fences around it it's on its way down and if it burns she's already regressed if it was thrown off the roof um, before the fire broke out if there was a fire below when it was thrown off the roof okay so right low that would not be that was never going into a yard that was Going to that was through being thrown to get burnt. Okay, I'm a rough You threw it the other way. You mean when some wind came and blew it around? No, that probably would be okay. That, I think that would be considered kadma get lid leka. That it's like the way it's being thrown has nothing to do with the leka. Right? If the guy has a barbecue on this side and I'm throwing it on that side and the wind whips it around. Yeah, it's not kadma. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's say there are, there, he says, the, um, there are different, you've got your, uh, you've got your building and there's another building here. Okay, in the courtyard. And this one is owned by whatever, you know, let's say this is owned by the woman, let's say it's the case where she, the, it's going to her, and this, this thing is owned by somebody else. This is owned by a nice uh, family down here. Okay, or it's owned by him. Okay, so he says the fact that there's different, there's a different, even though on the top it looks like a flat roof, the fact that below, right, this is owned by a different person, that means that this space above is not hers. It's, it separates the space for Giti. Now we're going to spell out what that means, okay? Um, <clears throat> Um, for anything else too yeah well we're going to see right where do you know this from is okay. again remember that by Gitin you might not need a formal Kenyan the same way in other places where do you know this from I'm away respectful way yeah I think so now what are we talking about who owns the roof and who owns the yard below if she owns the roof and she owns the yard why does it have to get to the roof right it's all hers the yard below is hers as well. Ella, the Gagdi Day, the Chotzer Day. Let's say it's his roof and his yard. Kigi Lover Gagmayave. 
So what good does it do to get to the rooftop? Elapita, clearly what's going on in the Mishnah, it's her roof and his yard. That's when he's throwing it to the roof. Fine, that's the ratio of the Mishnah. Let's look at the end of the Mishnah. He's above and she's below. He threw it to her. Once it left the rooftop, she's divorced, even if it gets burnt. Now, again, who owns what? If it's like we described the first scenario, her roof and his yard, Amaimi Goreshes. Why is she divorced when it goes off of the rooftop? Ella, Dida. It must be the Seifa when he's above and she's below, also means that it's his roof and her yard. How can we be switching it? How can you say in the beginning, it's her roof, and in the end you say it's his roof? Now, the obvious answer to that is, because by describing who's standing where, it implicitly tells you who owns which space. But he just says, no, it just describes where they're standing. It doesn't make a difference in terms of, it doesn't tell you that they're owning the spaces is different. So it's crazy. Why is it in the ratio we're presuming it's her space, and in the same we're presuming the roof is his space? So the Mark says, Elo, Love, the only way to explain the Mishnah in a consistent case is remember like we said before it's all his the yard the rooftop but what he said to her was I will let you use the space that you're in for your kingdom of a get what he's doing is it's like a real close if you want it's a close reading of the Mishnah what he's saying is if you read the Mishnah closely the Mishnah does not speak about who owns what space. It only speaks about where people are standing, right? Now, you or I could have said, that's actually a great point. You or I could have said, you know what? Maybe that's like the previous mission. Remember, the previous mission had them in Rishus Harabim, and it worked when it was close to her, right? So maybe this mission has nothing to do with whose roof it is and whose yard it is. It's just where she's standing, okay? So that's the first point he's making. So he's saying, oh, if it's where she's standing, though, he doesn't want to say that it really doesn't matter completely who owns the space will assume it's all his space but he's telling her you can use the space you're standing in for your ki- for the purpose of the get okay so he's like renting her the space it's a good question it sounds like he told her that okay well no this is all his now we're assuming right, and he, about the proximity idea in other words in the, right. pu- in the public space he was saying that it's a close it's proximity, proximity. So he here, right, that's true. I Meaning, the reason to shift from the previous Mishnah is here it didn't use the phrase of karov. It started speaking about airspace idea. So clearly, it's more, there's more. It's a different sort of system that we're using here, right? Okay. So, anyways, he says, look, the Mishnah is only talking about where they're standing. So it must be it's all his. But he gave her permission to use the space. The Chad Makom, and this is what we said before, mostly Inshi, and we're going to presume that he only said you can use one space. Train Makomos low mostly Inshi. Not to. So basically, what does he say? He's saying, when she's above, she doesn't own the building. He owns the building. But when she's above, he's in, he said to her, you can use the space you're in for get. So he basically was mocking her the rooftop for her to use for a get. When she's below, he was mocking her the yard to use for the get. Okay? But now what we're saying is, ah, but because it's true that he was mocking her the space, what I'm going to say is, if this is a different building, even if it's attached, conceptually, this rooftop is a different space. So therefore, she can only use the rooftop of building one. He didn't tell her which building. Okay, it's not owned by a nice little family. It's all owned by him. Okay, but he didn't tell her. He didn't tell her which building. Okay, he told her you can use a space. So if she basically is on this roof, this thing over this building, she can use this space. If it was thrown here, it would not work. Okay, even on the top, it all looks like one, but because below it's separate buildings. Okay, so he only allowed her to use one space and not two spaces. Okay, is like the Lashon Mosheel, like no, Lahashio. Sheila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? All right. So, um, okay. Um, let's take a look. Um... So that sounds like this. Okay, so fine. Train the color slow motion. Okay, um, I'm late. No, me the area. No, that's not a proof that the case is switched from the ratio to the seifa. Okay, yeah, they're different scenarios. Ratio. Each one is its own scenario. Ratio begagi today. In the beginning, when she's on the roof, the case is she owns the roof. The safe, and in the end, when he's on the roof, 
the Gagdi day, the he owns the roof and she owns the yard. Okay, but that's interesting. I mean, that's a really interesting read of the Mishnah. Besides the halacha of different buildings below, he's saying, I don't read this Mishnah that she owns the, ro- the roof or the yard. It's all his. It's just that she has the right, and maybe, and Michael says maybe implicitly, not clear, she has the right to be using, he is, imp- he is giving her the right to use the space she's in. And then we have to define what's considered the same space or a different space. Okay. Now the Gemara says like this. Amar Rava. Shalosh Midas Bikithin. There are three uh, sort of like p- principles by get. Sort of when you compare what works by get to what works or doesn't work by other things. Now again, I would really like to see it held up against what works by Kinyanim. A lot of this comparison is going to be wor- comparing it to what works by Shabbat. To be considered, you know, transgressing Shabbat. Okay. So, Hadam Arat Rebbe. Kutak Mishuhuncha. Rebbe says, when it's absorbed in a space, it's like it's on the ground. If you throw it into Rishut HaYachid, it's like it's on the Rishut HaYachid and you've transgressed Shabbat, even in the airspace. But the rabbis disagree and say airspace is not a transgression of carrying on Shabbat if it's like thrown into over, over private property. The rabbis only disagree for Shabbos purposes. Once it's in the airspace, it's protected. And it's protected and that's enough. Again, could you please tell me what the halacha would be by Kinyanim? Okay, but okay. Anyway, moving on. Now, let's take a flip case, okay, where it's rested, but it's not protected. One case is, it's not rested, but it's protected. It's flying in the airspace, right? The flip is, it's rested in the domain, but not protected. What's the case? You put a long pole up in Rishud Yachid, like a, you know, a hundred amot pole. And there's a basket at the top of this whole pole, okay? And you threw something, a hundred amot, into the basket on this long pole hovering above Rashut HaYachid. Okay? A few me'ama, even on the most chayav, your chayav on Shabbat. So what's that case? It's resting in the airspace of Rashut HaYachid, but it's not protected, right? It's way up above any type of offense. So in that, for Shabbos purposes, Rashut HaYachid goes all the way up to heaven. So it's resting, but it's not protected. It's the exact mirror image of the previous case. So Hani Mililin in Shabbat. There you're chai for Shabbat because it's rested, even though it's not protected. It doesn't work for get because a get is about being in a space that is protected and that's not protected. Okay, so, so you get how these are mirror images of one another, right? One is it's not rested, but it is protected. Works for get, not for this, not for Shabbat. The other is rested but not protected. Works for Shabbat does not work for get. Yes. Wouldn't you think that something that high up, by definition, is a type of protection? No, so that goes to the point we were saying before. It's not protected from the things that, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's, not, it's, it's only protected by happenstance because people don't get there. But it's not protected from things that could affect it, you know. So that seems to be the idea. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. The Hadam Aravi Udamar Shmuel. Do not, now this is this idea of Rishud Chalukot. Okay, I have my apartment building. Michael has a connected apartment building. We're right here. It's for Shabbos purposes. Now we're all contained, anyway, we're on the top of a building and the building has walls. So even without this, we're in a Rishud Tayachid. The, the, the same way the building below is a Rishud Tayachid, the roof on top is a Rishud Tayachid, because we imagine that the walls continue upward. Okay, so I can carry on my roof top, he can carry on his rooftop. But you know what I can't do? Even though it's completely flat, if you're just looking at the roof, you would have no idea that below there are different buildings. It just looks like one big roof. I cannot, well, I can go from, but I can't take something from, from, from that half of the roof to this half of the roof. Because, the same way, because if we haven't made an Eruv, an Eruv, I don't mean like strings, I mean, you know, we haven't gotten together with, uh, with some food, then these are, then, then the same way I couldn't care if we had a window between our two things, we couldn't pass something, because there's different, like, ownerships and different domains, you can't carry from one to the other without an Eruv. So the same way down here, it's obvious that they're different, up here it looks like one big roof, doesn't matter. You can't take something from one half of the roof to the other. Okay? So, um, 
Do not stand on one roof and, you know, sort of gather or collect, you know, the rain from the other roof. Okay, so Kashem Shidiyar and Chalukin Milamata, I don't know why that's the scenario, but okay. But because maybe rain is Hester, so anyway. Because the same way that there are different inhabitants below, Kachdiyar and Chalukin Milamala, there are different inhabitants above. Even though it all looks like one flat rooftop, there are different Rishos. Hani Mili, now that Allah is Linyan Shabbat. Avalinyan Get. Different than what we said before. Remember before we said that Chad Moko mostly Inchi, right? That you're only lending one space, and if you lent one half, if you if he if she was using this part of the roof, she wouldn't be using that part. She wouldn't be able to use that part of the roof. Here we're saying differently. We're saying, look, the husband, you know, he doesn't mind whether you, you know, which roof you use. He wants you to get divorced, so he's letting you use a space. So we don't define the other half of a roof as a different space. And if the husband let her use it. It would, she could even use the other half of the roof. He says, whatever space you're in, so he could basically use the other half of the roof as well. Okay, yep. Right, because right, so it's Moksa, you mean. What? Um, no, we're passing that rain isn't Moksa. Yeah. So, okay, okay, yeah. So if you take a look, right, let's just read Rashi, right, because Rashi says, Begitin, Hayulo Shnei Gagim Smuchim Zelizevish, Ilo Makom Bezel, Kabelet Gita. He said, yeah, you can use that rooftop of that building for your get. Maybe Rashi makes a scenario even if he explicitly named that, that one. The Kiblato Bezed, he received the get on the other rooftop. We don't say like we had said earlier. We said earlier that this. No, they're separate and he only is lending for one space. So because we said before, right, people doesn't lend two spaces. No, so that's Mishim Kfeidahu. So that's because of being Makbid. Yesh Mashiu but if you land the yard, you're not telling her she can use the roof. Okay? But in this case, it's all one big rooftop. And anyway, people don't usually use rooftops, so I'm letting you use the rooftop. You can use both halves. I don't care. Okay? And so therefore, low copy. Yes? Can we switch examples here in the third case? Because first it was owned by two people, and now it's owned by one person. Right? Uh, yeah. I was wondering about that, but you can't get a scenario where he she has rights to you're right I mean yeah I, I, I was wondering about that you don't have the same Metzius of Dior and Chalukin of different space defined by the fact that different people are living there because if he's the one that's giving her permission to use it right then he, ha- he has to own both I was wondering about that yeah I, I don't know the answer to that okay uh, right, let's see yeah, do you have a question yeah alright let's see okay so now it says like this if you have two yards, one inside of the other, it could be one behind the other, but it's uh, but it's easier to read the one inside the other. Like again, like the sort of circ, you know, co- co- uh, coincentric circles or whatever. Co- co- what do you say? Coinscribed squares. Concentric. concentric, not concentric. How would you describe that if there's two squares inside one? Anyway, one square contained in the other. Okay. Okay, he, she owns the inner yard and he owns the outer one. Like we said before, okay, as Jenna said, she's in a fortress, okay? But whatever it is, she basically, okay, but this is not a building, okay? We've got like just a yard. I own this yard. Uh, the woman owns this yard, right? The guy owns that yard and he's got walls around or a fence around to protect his yard and she's got like I don't know a little picket fence or something like that whatever it might be okay that's the case now what happens um um and he threw the get to her and apparently you know where he was standing he was standing out here and he threw the get to her and it's now over inside the inside the walls of the outer one okay so um, <clears throat> where were we? Vizarkula, a few higia. I'm sorry, did I skip a line? Cave on one minute. Cave and higia la avir mechitzot achitzonot. Harei zugumureshes. Once it came to the air of the outer mechitzot, she's divorced. My timer. Why? Please gufa the mechitzas achitzona kamintera. Because the inner one is, in general, protected by the walls of the outer one. Now, the question is, over which land is this? Right? It could be in the airspace of the outer one, but above 
her property. Okay? That would make sense. Because now it's above her property, it's protected property by his walls, but that's still considered protected in her property as a general rule. Her property is implicitly protected by, the, by his walls. That makes sense. To say that it would be over his yard and she would be Mugureshes is very, very hard. So we're going to assume it means that it's over her yard. Okay? Now, Masha'in came, the kupot, which would not be true if we were talking about baskets. Stay kupot, zu betoch zu. He has the inner basket, he has the outer one. And the outer one is a bigger basket. The Zarkula, and he, he threw it. In this case, a few even if, here's her basket, right, and here's his basket, okay, and the get now is even in the airspace of the inner one, not just the airspace of the outer one, okay, even in that case, um, she's not. My timer, why? The halonach, it didn't rest. Because this idea that you have airspace, remember we had a question that you have airspace in Arba Amot, but you certainly don't have a concept of airspace by a basket, by kelim. You have an airspace by yards, by property. You know, your, your basket doesn't have airspace rights. Okay? So when we say you could be Kona something Kenyan Kli, and I throw an apple into your basket, okay, you don't own that apple until it hits the bottom of your basket. Your, air, your, your basket doesn't have airspace rights. Okay, so the so, so now the Gemara says okay, but you're suggesting though that when it does come to land in her basket, she is Mugureshes. Why is she Mugureshes? It's her vessel in his domain because it's her vessel in his vessel. So that's like her vessel is sitting in his domain. It's like the yard, like her yard, right? Like right. So the Gemara says, no, the outer basket does not have a floor. So, I, I don't know exactly what the uh, point is. I don't know what type of a basket it is. I mean, no, it could be like that. You know, it could be like it's got a, it's I still connected. It's just, I don't know how, what you'd use it for. Anyway, the point is that here the real Chiddush is not that she's Konet when it falls, when it lands. We'll make a crazy scenario that she'll Konet when it lands because the outer one doesn't have a floor. The real Chiddush is, is that even when something is in the airspace of your basket, you're not Konet, Okay? Forget his basket. Even when it's in the airspace of your basket, even if it was the only basket around, you're not Kona because baskets don't have airspace. Yards have airspace. What baskets if our don't have basket was sitting directly on the ground in his yard? Uh, that also wouldn't work because then it would be also uh, his, his rishos. Right. Okay. Yeah, but, there's, but it doesn't matter. If it's not in your yard, the concept of guarded and airspace, that's the exact point, is only by land and property okay if it lands in her basket but her basket is sitting on his yard that does or that or that's a question if that works so that's Caleb Shalokech Bershut Mocher that if it's my basket but it's in the person who's trying to give me the object if it's his yard it's not clear if it's really left his space it's in my space and it's in his space I'll lend you the space their basket is on well, okay well, let's take a look that's a good point a sure. basket without a bottom yeah. is called a fence <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Anyway, I don't, that's not really, that wasn't, I know, but that really wasn't the point. Okay, the point was there's no concept of airspace for baskets. Okay, we have two minutes and we are going to read the next little mission tomorrow because it'll go fast. Because we've talked about this a lot. A person can divorce his wife with an old get. forbids it. Now notice they don't say the get is puzzle. They just forbid doing it, which allows the Gemara to ask what will happen if they did do it. What is an old get? It was written and not given, and then they were in Yichud. So we're afraid, as the Gemara is going to say, that they had sex after it was written. She got pregnant. She'll have kids. She'll get divorced with it two years from now and people will look and they'll say oh you had a kid before you got your uh, after, uh, after you got your get because they'll think the get was given by the date it was written what's the debate we're not concerned we're not concerned that that scenario we're not even if the scenario happens we're not concerned that people will not understand we don't care about gossip anyway the kid wouldn't be a mom's it would just be a kid born out of wedlock we don't go ahead give the get we're not concerned about what people will say no, I mean, we're afraid that the get will be given afterwards. It'll have an earlier date. She'll be pregnant. People will say she got pregnant after she was divorced. 
Amar Rabbi Avam or Shmuel. Now, because even Beitil just said you don't do it, oh, stream, and they didn't say it's pasul, we're going to ask the following case, Pidiyavid. So Amar Rabbi Avam or Shmuel, in this eight, Lotet say. If he used it, this get, he was given it, and he got married, he does not have to get divorced. Pidiyavid, the get is kasher. The Igadami, Amar Rabbi Avam or Shmuel, not only that, in Garsha, before that she got married, the guy gave it. Once he gave it, she can get married to Chachila. So Allah is just, you're not supposed to give it, okay, but, it, but if it was given, she's completely divorced, even Chachila, she can go ahead and get married. Okay, well, we'll 